0: A few mornings ago,
1: I was sitting on the couch, chatting with Tennille, sipping my coffee in what felt like the middle of the night. There was a moment where we paused and we wondered, did our kids like prank us by resetting the alarm clock? You know, the funny joke where you reset it and then people get up in the middle of the night and get ready to go to work and realize it's way too early. I mean, it was totally Dark outside, pitch black, nothing could be seen. Of course, there's no snow on the ground, and 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 there's cloud cover. We could have been buried in sand, and we wouldn't have known the difference. And what time was it, friends? Was it 3.30 in the morning when we checked our watches? No. 5.30? No. It was 10 after 8 in the morning. This really is the darkest time of the year, isn't it? And finishing off what is likely one of the darkest years of our lives 2020 that number is going to continue to send a collective chill down our spines for years to come a year of unparalleled uncertainty and fear and not just for a few of us and not just here and there but quite literally sweeping the whole world over well what do we do when we get up in the dark we turn on the lights don't we well, actually, most of us, maybe not even most of us, I know, some of you, you check Facebook first, but there are others who turn on the lights, right? And then they check Facebook. Well, that's what I did on the inky blackness of that morning. I, I went over to the couch and I reached around, reached down, fumbled around, and I i didn't just turn on the lights, I plugged in the Christmas tree lights, and then suddenly there was Ambience, beauty, and I could see my way around the house. It was still dark inside for sure, but the Christmas times were shining on the inside, and wow, does that make a difference? Isn't that what we do in the dark? When we find ourselves in dark places, it's no coincidence that the Christmas season at the darkest time of the year, features so many bright and shiny things. You know, against the backdrop of the darkness, we staple lights to our houses. We, we, we shine up lights in the sky, and they dance, and they move, and they make us happy. We decorate our dogs with bows, and we put, like, reindeer noses on our cars. We, we march out into the wild and cut down perfectly good trees, and then bring them back into our houses, dress them up with lights and ribbons and bows, and plug them into the wall. We respond to the darkness by doing all we can to bring the light. In the four weeks leading up to Christmas, the Christian church counts down to Christmas through a season that is called Advent. At the Erickson Covenant Church, if you've been connecting with us for a while, you're familiar with that. We march toward Advent. Advent. And traditionally, on each of the four Sundays before Christmas, they begin each a new Advent week. We light new candles, candles that mark the journey toward Christmas. And the Advent candles, which are lit here beside me, symbolize hope, love, joy, and peace, all pointing us toward the coming of Jesus Christ this greatest gift at christmas and they help us prepare to celebrate they help prepare us for tonight to celebrate the birth of christ well as we lit these candles one week at a time they set us up for the final candle the unlit one the greatest candle the christ candle it's called which celebrates the fact that the light has come. It's come tonight. In the most famous scripture of all time, we hear these words, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And then the verse that comes after that, which is not quite as famous, but just as great, says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And the son that God sent, Jesus Christ, the one we're celebrating tonight, he came as the light of life, the one who pushes back the inky darkness, the one who overcomes the gross evil, the one who sets right what has been so long wrong and restores the broken world that he loves. And so on Christmas Eve, we light the Christ candle. And I want to invite you to get a candle now. I hope you already grabbed one, but if you haven't, Grab a candle around you. Grab a a lighter or a match. And we want to light this candle together. I'll light this one, but you light the one at home. Let's light this candle as the Christ candle, the sign that though this is the night, the light of the world has come. Let's do that together. And as you're lighting the candle in the chat tonight there'll also be an option to click to to share with others that at home you have lit a candle. We've lit the candle of hope. We've lit the candle of love. We've lit the candle of joy and peace all pointing to us towards the coming of Jesus. And tonight together you and your homes all of us not only across the Creston Valley up the lake out toward Yak, but also in farther flung places as you've come together, we've come together to celebrate the coming of Jesus Christ. That's why we light the Christ candle. And for each candle that's lit, I want you to imagine it. Not only here tonight, but in your home and in their homes and down the street and across the valley. As each one of us are lighting candles, there's something powerful there, something symbolic there, because for every candle lit, there's a little less darkness. We celebrate together, and we symbolize that in the lighting of the candle, the light of Christ. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has come into the world. Listen, friends, I don't know what kind of personal darkness you faced this year, Yes, we've been in the middle of this pandemic together and yet isolated, and it's been odd, it's been strange, and for some of us, it's been very, very difficult. And I don't know the experiences that you've had, but I do know this has been an extraordinarily difficult year for many, many people. I also don't know what kind of darkness you're experiencing even now during this holiday season. You may be very much alone, you might be isolated from your family and friends, you might be wondering, How do you even celebrate during a time like this? I recognize that. We recognize that. But I do want you to remember this. I do want you to know this. The light of the world, Jesus Christ, he has broken through our darkness. As I said earlier, it's no coincidence that we celebrate Christmas at the darkest time of the year. Jesus came into our darkness, our personal darkness, into the darkness of our world, a world that was lost in sin, lost, without knowing who God was, without knowing the purpose of life, without knowing who God had created us to be. And Jesus Christ came to be one of us, to move into our neighborhood, to show us God's love, to reveal to us the Father's desire, to restore us, to forgive us, to offer us freedom and life. And as to this we celebrate and point tonight. Yes, this world can still be very dark. But like my morning darkness a few days ago, even when it's pitch black, we can be confident that the day is coming, that the light has already dawned, that the darkness cannot win. Even when we don't see it, even in those moments when we're struggling, we can point to the candle, we can point to the Christmas tree, we can point to the cross and remember that God has not forgotten us. At Christmas we celebrate the fact that God's love for us revealed in Jesus Christ has shown us that the darkness will not win because the light of God has come. I'm so glad you've joined us tonight. We can celebrate together the sign of God's love and the signal that the darkness is ending. As we conclude today, I have invited you all already to to, to light your candle and to to shine out in celebration that Christ has come. But I also want to remember that shining our lights is a concrete action. And my encouragement to each one of us each one of you over christmas is to find a really specific way to reach out to others around you to to make that phone call to write a letter to to jump on some kind of a video call maybe through facebook or zoom or skype and reach out to an old friend reach out to someone who might be very lonely During this season to shine your light through concrete action by reaching into areas of the world where it might be pretty discouraging and pretty dark i'm convinced that as each one of us do that the whole world gets lighter as people discover not only that the light of god has come but he's shining through us to others we also at the erickson covenant church want to make a special invitation to you not only to care and connect for your neighbors and friends, but specifically tonight, we wanna take up a bit of an offering. Now, we don't normally do this on Christmas Eve, and we really respect those of you who are not normal members of the Erickson Covenant Church. We want you to know that we don't want your money. What we wanna do tonight is a special offering where all the proceeds that are given tonight would actually go to the Creston Valley Gleaners Food Bank. I personally am in touch with people at least weekly, who are struggling on the margins of life, struggling to make ends meet. We just came through our beautiful season of offering Christmas hampers to many families in our valley who are struggling. You and I both know that those struggles can continue. And so we just simply want to give you an opportunity, us as a collective opportunity, here on Christmas Eve, as we've celebrated the coming of Jesus, that we can also give back and help share that love with others. And so in the chat bar, there'll be an option to give. If you click on that, it's simply going to direct you to our website, and we're going to ask that you give through our Canada Helps program. And through that, we will take all the proceeds of tonight's giving, and we will simply write a check to the Gleaners Food Bank. And that is going to continue to shine the light in people's lives as they perhaps are struggling with a darkness greater than you and I can imagine. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for being with us tonight. We want to continue now as we celebrate and close with singing that beautiful song, Silent Night. And I encourage you to take up your candle and to hold it as we sing together of that silent night, that holy night where the true light of God has come.
0: Thank you for listening. We hope today's teaching provided you with life-changing truth and valuable insight. We hope you've learned of some practical steps forward in your spiritual journey, whether you're finding Jesus for the first time or you have been following him for years. Do you know someone who would be encouraged by what you heard today? We invite you to share this podcast so they can be encouraged too. For more information or to ask more questions, you can connect with us through our website, ericksoncovenant.ca. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for the Erickson Covenant Church.